0: Before we start today's episode, I want to mention our sponsor, Swoosh English, the best way to pass your OET or IELTS exams. For 10% off any course, go to swooshenglish.com forward slash ourvoicesdiscount, or click the link in the episode description. I'm Alex Melia, and this is Our Voices, a stage for real people to tell the real stories we never get to hear. In this series, we welcome NHS doctors and nurses who now live and work in the UK. We'll immerse ourselves within their stories as they work tirelessly to help their patients. Actually, they're
1: supposed to be here around last June, but due to this current situation, everything messed up. So it was really, really stressful.
0: This is Midun, a nurse originally from Kerala, India. But just over a year ago, he left his wife and four-year-old son in India in order to lay the foundations for a new life for all of them in Middlesbrough in the northeast of England. Up to June it was okay because we are expecting that we will be meet each
1: other, but since June it was a bit stressful. We managed, that's all.
0: <laughs> the COVID-19 pandemic has challenged us all in many ways. For Midden, it's meant that he's had to watch his little boy grow up online through Zoom for over a year but things are looking up. He'll be reunited with his family next week as they're finally able to fly to the UK. We both are really, really happy, especially my
1: child. He's so excited to come here. You know, he's always telling what he's gonna do here to his friends and to the family members. So at the moment, the waiting is over and they're gonna come here.
0: (laughs) Midden told me that before moving to the UK, he had worked as a nurse in Qatar for five years. He said there was never an option to move his family there, so long-term planning was difficult. It's now been such a long time since he's been able to spend consistent quality time with his loved ones. You can only imagine how excited they all are to be able to start planning to build their lives here in the UK. I asked him to think back a little, to remember his feelings upon being accepted to come to the UK.
1: Really, really excited the
0: agency just called me and they told
1: me that your visa is ready and just check my email. I couldn't believe that when I saw that <laughs> the visa is there and she's asking me, I mean, the lady in the working in that agency, she's asking me when you want to book the ticket. You know, I cannot forget those moments and it was really excited. Yeah, yeah. Still, I can't believe that I'm here in UK. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was my dream. The agency that was helping him find a job told him there was an opening in Middlesbrough.
1: When I came here, you know, I didn't know anyone. I don't have any information about the place so I struggled to find a house here for rent. I just googled it, that's all. And I don't have any contacts with anyone. So I just asked one of the just one of the colleague in my ward. I just Talk to him about the topic. That's all. All staff, they all gathered together, you know, during the break time, and they just discuss what type of house we are looking. Well, you know, who will be live with you, all those things, and they just uh, checked somewhere. They phone here and there. They gave me lots of advice to which area to be selected. And since then, we, I got a lot of friends with them. It's a big hospital, so every day I'm meeting new people. So. Mm. Once we meet each other, we won't forget some bone. We, we, are, we are making some bone in between. You know, the staffs are really amazing. They're simply amazing. They are very helpful. They support each other.
0: Like many of the medical professionals I've spoken to that come from overseas, Midon can't say enough positive things about the kind-hearted NHS staff who've made him feel so welcome.
1: To be honest, I, have, I really have a different picture about British people. I thought they are like posh people. They won't make friends with the other nationality. Everything was mistake, a big, big mistake. They are simply amazing.
0: Feeling supported with a great team around him, Midon felt able to concentrate his energy on his patients in the very challenging stroke
1: ward. So almost all patients are either confused or partially paralysed, you
0: know. He told me about one such patient, Joe.
1: Actually, his name is not Joe. Just let me put that name for him. He came there about two months ago. When he came an our war, doctors don't have that much hope because his condition was a bit critical.
0: He's a bit aged also. But slowly, day by day, Joe's condition improved. Until a few weeks later, he was classed as medically stable.
1: But the thing was, he was totally confused and moreover started hallucinating. He was totally confused, getting agitated all the time, being aggressive to staff. He was trying to kick me several times, not only me, to many of the staffs he's trying to kick. Days he didn't have sleep, he, all the time, he's seeing different, different things, you know. He's seeing snakes, Lots of things, and when we talked to his family, the family also very concerned, especially his daughter and wife. Wife was really, really concerned. She was always apologizing us because of his behavior, but we are, you know, as a staff, we are always telling her that it's okay. Of course, it's related to his
0: condition. Sometimes Joe would get so aggravated that security had to be called to help the nurses as he became increasingly aggressive. You're always trying to kick the security. But still, he's a funny man, you know. He has a nice
1: smile. (laughs) I can still remember his face. And day by day, he started to calm down. But still, he was hallucinating. One day, we could arrange a wife and daughter to come down to hospital. Because during this current situation, visitors are not allowed, you know. So they could come
0: here with uh, everyone's approval. During the lockdowns, when visitors were not allowed into hospitals, long-term inpatients were not able to see their families for months at a time. For patients with memory issues like Joe, losing contact with the outside world can be both difficult and distressing. Mr. Joe, he cannot
1: remember his wife or daughter, but when he saw them, he was, you know, absolutely became emotional. I didn't imagine that he was, started to cry smile all emotion come at a time for him you know then after that his condition started to improve i think last week he was advised to discharge for rehabilitation he was about 95% okay before going he just met every staff one by one and just telling sorry for us well that was really emotional you know as one of our staff Tears came from her eyes when this man walked every staff and telling sorry, which is really unnecessary because, you know, he didn't do that deliberately. To be honest, when he came here and during the course of stay in the hospital, I don't think that he will relieve from this hallucination. And not only me, I think no one expected that he will be recovered from the psychic disorder.
0: Despite the severity of his condition only a couple of months ago, Joe is getting back to normality. Last week, he
1: is okay and he discharged from rehabilitation and is
0: being with the family at the moment. Yeah,
1: it's really amazing.
0: Experiences like this are bound to have a big impact on you, whether you go through as a patient, as a family member, or as a doctor or nurse. I wanted to know about the change Midun had seen in himself since moving here just over a year ago.
1: To be honest, I started to behave a bit softly. <laughs> because people here they they behave each other very softly, very in a pleasant manner. So I'm just catching those attitudes from them. I was not that much polite before come here. I think that's the usual usual characteristics for the people in india they won't be down to earth like people here in the uk in india if we compare a nurse or if we compare a doctor and a sweeper they are entirely different there you know but here in the uk there are no differences they won't discriminate because of the jobs equality is everywhere they treat everyone equally that's the first and best thing I
0: noticed here, yeah. Miduna has faced a challenge none of us would want. I've been separated from his family for a long period of time to pursue his dreams of becoming a nurse in the NHS. Nevertheless, he's kept a smile on his face throughout and has kept faith that one day he would be reunited with his wife and son eagerly awaiting their opportunity to come to the UK. That day has now come. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please click subscribe. And if you could leave us a review, it would mean a lot. If you want to continue the conversation with us, reach out at ourvoicespodcast.com or... If you found this episode valuable, please consider supporting us to keep doing what we're doing through our Patreon page. You can find a link in the description. See you in the next episode. I want to acknowledge our sponsor, Swoosh English, for making these podcasts possible. It's the best place to get training and support to pass your OET, IELTS and PT exams. If you want to hear from doctors or nurses who've passed their exam with the help of Swoosh English, go and listen to episodes from Rima, Midun, Cynthia, Tara, and Hussein. For 10% off any course, visit swooshenglish.com forward slash Our Voices discount. Thanks so much for listening. Now you probably know I'm looking to grow this show. Since you're here, I'm guessing you're a fan, but you might not know how to help. Here's how. One, tap follow wherever you're listening. Two, give it a five-star review on your podcast app. This helps more people discover the show. Three, send this episode to one person. They'll thank you for it later. I really appreciate your help. See you on the next one.